G'day and welcome to the Hidden Why Podcast. This is my motivational rant, episode 832. Today, I'm talking about tackling anger. I hope you enjoy. All right, here we are. We're live on Instagram. Live on Facebook, motivational rant. Guys, this uh, segment's all about tackling anger. Um, I really want to talk about anger. I'm not really an angry person, but I certainly um, do get angry. I think most of us do. And it seems like if you think about the times that you've been angry, maybe in the angry, angry maybe in the recent uh, couple of days or recent weeks, um, if you think back to what makes you angry, sometimes just in hindsight, in in contemplating it and thinking about it, it sounds totally ridiculous. And if you really analyse anger, it can seem rather pointless. Like why do we have anger? We're social beings. We're designed to cooperate and get on with one another and love one another. And I think that's what's helped humanity move forward but yet there's just still this almost natural response of anger that that um, is an affliction for a lot of us and causes it a lot more suffering than it does us happiness so for me it's all about alleviating our suffering so we can live into more uh, true happiness or find the roots to happiness um, there's actually a quote that um, a, a, a friend or, or acquaintance of mine David Wood used to say and he said drinking uh, anger is like drinking poison and expecting someone else to dr- die. So anger is like drinking poison and expecting someone else to die. Now, I'm not sure if it's a, a Buddhist quote. There might be a fake quote around that, but it's it's pretty much the case. Like we know that anger, it, it really affects ourselves more than anyone else. It really doesn't do us any, any benefits by getting angry. So that's why I want to talk about this, tackling anger. Um, I've just read this book, which is a bit of stoicism. It's about uh, Marcus Aurelius. Great book, guys, if you're into stoicism. Um, I've read a few books about it now, and, and this one's a bit of a standout for me. I really love the story and the narrative of Marcus Aurelius and his journey. Um, and then throughout that, sharing that journey, sharing that story, he really talks about um, some stoic wisdom. And one of those was about dealing with anger, which is uh, common to us all. Um, the Buddhists talk about anger as being one of our key afflictions. Um, so it's a really important topic and one that we can tackle. I think the first place to start with is self-awareness. And, and this is a very hard place to start because we're so busy and, and I guess majority of us, and I speak including myself as well, we're very, we're unaware most of the time. We seem to sleep through this existence. So the more we can sort of tap into that self-awareness and wake up, the more we'll become aware of those moments where anger might be approaching. And if we can be more aware of those moments where anger is approaching, perhaps then we can find the tools or, or strategies to help us avoid having anger uh, as such a reaction and ba- rather than just reacting like anger does is we can respond better to that situation or event. So the first one is self-awareness. Now I'm not a, a guru with self-awareness, but certainly for me, the thing that's helped me the most to become more self-aware so that in those moments and whether it's tackling with anger or, or dealing with something else that might upset me, um, meditation has really helped me deal with those moments better. I've become more self-aware and I'm not again, um, totally self-aware or this some sort of guru. I really struggle with this, but it certainly has helped. And I just, you know, by doing 10 minutes of meditation in the morning or 15 minutes of meditation in the morning, very inconsistently, to be honest, over the last few years, I've just become a little bit more present in those moments. And then just that level of presence often allows me to tackle it better rather than just always reacting, always going on autopilot. And I think that's what I'd say to help your self-awareness is really find a, a bit of a mindfulness or medif- meditation practice that will work for you and that'll help increase your self-awareness so that when you feel that that sign of um, 
anger approaching, just in that moment, you can go, geez, this is feeling similar to other moments where I've been angry. And just in that moment, you might make a better decision on how to move forward from there. And that's where the toolbox comes into place. And I'll talk about a few of the strategies um, that Donald Robertson, he's actually been on the uh, Hidden Why podcast, guys. Great interview with this guy, Scottish lad living in America. Um, great book. Um, check that out at thehiddenwhy.com. Good interview there as well. But um, yeah, just in those moments, you might be able to better stop, take a bit of a breath, um, be more mindful, and then allow to respond to that situation a lot more thoroughly than just responding with anger, which is not going to do you any good. So guys, that's my motivational rant. Doesn't sound too motivating, does it? But um, we'll pick that up throughout the week. Hope you enjoyed. Talk soon. G'day guys. Welcome to my motivational rant. Today is a beautiful Wednesday. Hope you're well. I'm continuing on from my anger management course. It's a five day um, or five steps basically to just, I guess, better get control over our anger. Now it's easy, I think. And I had a great chat with someone the other day on the podcast. It'll be an interview that I'll release uh, in a couple of weeks. can't remember the name right now. It'll come to me perhaps. But anyway, we're talking about um, our emotional reactions. And often I think there is some point where we just have no control of how we react to certain situations. And I think there is a, there is a very subtle difference between what we can control and, and practice and build to become better at controlling our emotional outbursts and reactions and what we can't. But when it comes to anger, I certainly think, and I've felt not just anger, but other reactions and and poor emotional behaviors that that happened to me. And when I suddenly feel upset or sad or angry, um, I certainly know that through just practicing, like I started off yesterday with a bit of self-awareness and mindfulness, it's helped me better control those moments. So I don't react um, so awkwardly that it's gonna cause me or others more harm than it's worth. And as I said yesterday, um, anger is like drinking poison, expecting someone else to die. And it's not necessarily a Buddhist quote, but it's kind of true, yeah? Like when we have this boiling anger, it doesn't really do anything good. It doesn't help us, it doesn't help others, it doesn't help control the situation or the event. It is what it is. But what we're talking about today is cognitive distancing. Now, I'm not a psychologist, um, I'm not a stoic, um, but certainly I've just finished a book by Donald, Ronald Robinson, and it's called How to Think Like a Roman Emperor. And it follows the journey of Marcus Aurelius's life. And he was a, a Stoic um, emperor. Um, he practiced Stoicism. So if you don't know about that, look into it. But it's a great sort of guide as to how to operate in life. And I thought it was quite profound. And what he did, he talked about these five steps. And the fifth step was cognitive distancing. And what he said repeatedly throughout the book was it's not the events um, that cause us harm or causes angst or, or the events that really have impact on our emotional well-being, but it's how we judge those particular events. It's our perspectives on events that really um, influence um, the way that we feel and the way we behave, etc., etc. So it's not the events, it's our judgments, it's our perceptions, it's our perspectives. And so what this is all about is when you get that moment, when you feel like, okay, this is a moment where I can feel that anger coming on because you, you've felt the pattern before, you get that moment to pause, and this is where self-awareness comes into it. And then what you gotta do is really look at the event objectively and don't hold any attachment to the event being the cause of your um, anger or your depression or your um, lack of happiness or anything like that. It's about how we perceive that event. So when you do this, what you can do then is maybe better understand, well, how do I perceive this event and why do I look at this event like this? Why does this event particularly upset me in this way? 
And once you start applying that cognitive thought to that particular situation, you may be better able to respond to that event. So therefore not outbursting in, in a rage of anger that's gonna to lead to uh, more harm than good, but maybe you can actually critically think about what is actually happening here and how your perspective of that event and your judgment of that event really is affecting the situation. Yes, um, you might be still angry about it, it might still upset you, whatever, um, but just applying that thought to that situation and to, I guess, your thoughts on the situation is going to lead to a much better outcome than just responding straight away with anger. So guys, that's my uh, motivational rant for today. New location today, I'm down at the office this morning. I uh, hope you've enjoyed this one. Let me know what you think. Jump onto uh, the comments below here on Facebook if you're watching on Instagram, g'day. And uh, guys, this is always uh, going back onto my podcast, The Hidden Why, thehiddenwhy.com. Check it out, guys, if you haven't yet. Jump on there. Phenomenal interviews every week happening there. Um, some other thoughts and bits and pieces going on. Thanks for listening. Talk soon. All right, we're live. Motivational rant. Bit of a different location again today in the car on the way. But um, guys, today I'm talking about tackling anger. And I think this is a really important one to think about. And it, it sort of links in with everything we've talked about this week as regard to tackling anger. So first, it's that self-awareness and that practice of trying to, to pause before we react um, so aggressively or angrily um, to something. So really having that pause is going to do us a lot of good. Um, the one I'm talking about today is wait. So just give things time. And I think sometimes it's really hard to do. As I said yesterday, we just automatically re react. It's like it's our autopilot and that's just uncontrollable. We can't do anything about it. But I think that mindfulness will certainly help us tap into that ability to pause and give things time before we respond in such a way. And I know so many times, like if you get an email, this is a basic example, and you get this email and something that's said in there, even though it might be taking, taken the wrong way, my perspective on it, again, is what's, what's really at wrong here. It's not the event or the message itself and an email things can be so miscommunicated. But what happens is we have this tendency to just respond straight away, reply, and then type our, our message with a bit of anger in there or whatever it might be. And that's not always the best thing to do. So what I have tried to do, and this is not just for emails, but most things, is to really just slow down and give things time. So maybe come back to it in 24 hours. Maybe come back to it in an hour. Go for a little walk. Um, spend some time away from that particular event or thing and then come back to it with time. And with time that has passed, you'll always feel better. My dad actually said to me, um, you know, once when I, I used to get upset about certain things, he'd say, you know, everything gets better after rest. And I certainly noticed that when I had a good night's sleep, you know, when you sort of wound up about something today, once you have that rest and, and time in between and have a good sleep through the night, you can wake up with fresh eyes and fresh perspectives and it can change everything. And certainly it can change how you respond to that situation. So I think when we're tackling anger, it's important to try and give things time. And that's why the other two things, um, being mindful and, and understanding your own perspectives on the situation, it's not the event that causes the harm, it's our perspective. And then giving time will allow us to alter our perspectives, potentially put new insight into those perspectives, maybe look for different facts um, for that might change our perspectives to that particular situation or event. So that's my live uh, rant today. It's not live on Instagram today. I've only got the phone on with me, so I hope it went well and uh, we'll talk soon. What's up guys? Welcome to the Motivational Rant. I'm here live, Facebook, Instagram, Friday Motivational Rant, continuing on the theme of tackling anger. And today what I want to talk about is modeling or modeling virtue. It's probably a, a, 
a really cool tool or practice, um, to be honest, that I don't really use that much. Um, and you can use this or apply this strategy to many things in life, you know. Look up to your heroes, look up to, uh, heroes, look up to the people you admire. And what is it about them? What characteristics about these people um, do you truly value? Um, and then if you really assess this, like look up to your heroes, um, superheroes even, look up to your favorite superheroes. What is it about that superhero that you really admire? And those qualities are likely something that you value as well. When it comes to tackling anger and modeling virtue, um, what was suggested by Ronald Robinson in his book, um, How to Think Like a Roman Empire, was to, when you, when you pause and reflect and you give yourself some time to look at the situation and um, look at the, the event in different perspectives, ask yourself, how would this person respond to such situations? And you really have to ask yourself those people that you admire, like how would, how would the Dalai Lama approach this situation? How would he respond? In such a circumstance or situation and and it doesn't have to be the Dalai Lama it could be anyone really you know how would how would my dad react to this situation how would my brother react to this situation look up to those people that you feel handle um, anger and and really have this level of calm and ability to um, pursue even though there's adversity and and look at how they respond and just try and visualize how they do that, and then try and model their virtue, try and model their behaviors, try and model how you think they would respond or react to such a situation. So it's modeling virtue. Again, I don't have all the practice and experience in doing this, but I think it's a really cool tool, and I think you can apply this to many aspects of your life. I certainly believe that um, modeling virtue or looking up to your heroes and the people that you admire in the world, and I'm sure you've got a handful of them, if you really look at their characteristics and traits and the things, the qualities about them that you admire, it probably gives you signals as to what your values are in life and it will help you more direct yourself in a direction that's favorable for you personally, more purposeful um, to your life as well. So that's my rant, a little bit of a ramble at the end, but I hope you enjoyed. Have a good Friday. We'll talk soon. And we are live in one second. Hello and welcome to my motivational rant. This is the last one for the week, guys. I hope you're well. And I am on Facebook and Instagram. How you going? So today I'm talking about, I'm wrapping up really what we started talking about this week, which was tackling anger. And again, it's come off the back of a book, which I don't have on me, but it's called How to Think Like a Roman Empire. And I've got a copy right here. There it is there. Check it out. This is a great book. I'm just going to give it a real good plug. Um, I've also got a review on this book coming up next month. So it's the story of Marcus Aurelius and Stoic philosophy, really. It's by Donald Robinson. So uh, have a good read. A great book and what we're talking about he actually talks it calls it uh, functional analysis I think um, his step five of tackling anger I'm going to talk about possible futures and really I think this can be practiced in a number of different ways so let's say you have a, a bit of an event and then you react with a lot of anger or rage I don't even have my shirt buttoned up today so you react in a certain way that's maybe displeasing I think one thing you can do is look back at it and just contemplate it and think about how you perhaps could have handled the situation differently. And I think this is a great practice for anything that we do in life is to look back at our day and, and think about the scenarios, the situations, the events that happened that perhaps we could have handled differently that could have led to a more positive outcome. So that's one way this practice can be beneficial is to look at what we've already done and then use that as a, a tool to learn and better react or respond in future situations or circumstances. The other one you can do if we follow the, the five steps that we talked about this week is really 
um, just pausing and thinking about the possible futures, what could be different outcomes and how we could react to this current event? Like what could we do right now that's going to lead to a more positive outcome rather than acting with anger? And I think if we think about the possible futures, what if, what if I acted like this? How is that going to uh, lead to a positive outcome? And if you look at it like that, you might then go, well, actually, that's not going to help me at all. If I respond with this outburst of anger or rage, perhaps it's not going to really take me to where I want to go. And perhaps I could better do act like this, and that's going to lead me to a more positive situation. So possible futures, I think it's good to contemplate these things. I think it's a great practice for everything we do in life. And uh, that's my motivational rant for this week, Tackling Anger. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Check it out, thehiddenwire.com and the Hidden Wire podcast. Cheers. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen, guys and girls. That is my solo rant for this week. Guys, I really hope you enjoyed it. I hope you've received some value. Guys, it is my goal, it's my wish that each of these episodes that I do, you are left feeling a little bit more inspired, perhaps even a little bit more educated. I want to really share with you my thoughts, my perspectives, the things that I'm learning, perhaps even some tools and practices that can help you transition from a life with unease, a life that is sufferable, a life that is maybe filled with hate or regret, to a life that is beautiful, a life that has a deeper sense of joy and happiness present at each moment, regardless of the pleasure or pain that you might be experiencing in that given moment. Guys, if you love The Hidden Why, if you love what I'm doing here, you can support the show in a number of different ways. Firstly, you can subscribe. Subscribe to the podcast and subscribe to my newsletter at thehiddenwhy.com. If you have the time and haven't already, you can leave us a review on iTunes. It's a one to five star review with a quick comment. You can also connect with me, guys. I love your feedback. I love your suggestions. I love your comments. So connect with me at thehiddenwhy.com. You can leave comments in any of the show notes that you listen to there. You can also reach me directly through my email address and then in any of the social media platforms available there. You can also support the show by using the Amazon links within each of the show notes. And that does help support the show. Guys, that's really it. Other than that, go out there. Breathe more passion into every single moment. Do everything with greater purpose. And in doing so, you will discover your hidden why. You will discover a life with greater meaning, freedom, fulfillment, and happiness. Thank you.